Houston, we have a problem. We are in a property management crisis. Businesses just keep churning through property managers and when they get a good one, they don't seem to last that long. So why is this happening? Well, it's called burnout and it's one of the major reasons perfectly good property managers leave the industry and run for the hills, never to return. How long will it be before there's no one left to run and manage our property portfolios? Welcome to the Property Management Podcast with That Property Mum. I'm your host, Kylie Walker. I'm a former television sports journalist and mother of four turned co-owner of a million-dollar real estate brand. Each week, I teach women in the property management industry all the best tips to help you balance your career and family, grow your dream business, master your fear, boost your confidence, and conquer your mindset. Ready to get started? Let's dive in. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm Kylie Walker, otherwise known as That Property Mum. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking something's not quite right and you're constantly exhausted, your head's in a fog and you can't cope with any emotional turmoil personally or professionally, you, my friend, might be just on the brink of a burnout. But don't quit your property management job just yet. In this episode, I'll share the most common signs of burnout and what you can do about it. So what is burnout? Well, the World Health Organization calls it a syndrome resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. Burnout can affect everything from our physical health to our mood and our relationships. And it listed three main symptoms for burnout, which are feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion, increased mental distance from one's job or feeling negative towards one's career, and reduced professional productivity. Now, it has very real effects in the workplace too. Burnout can lead to job dissatisfaction, absenteeism, inefficient decision-making, depression, and heart disease. Now, I don't know about you, but as a business leader, we can't really afford to be inefficient at decision-making or absent for large periods of time. And we certainly can't afford risking our physical and mental health. And I've been there. I've been that burnt out property manager. I've had the adrenal fatigue and the heart condition to prove it. If you're raising your hand, um, Kylie, I'm there. I'm burnt out. Well, keep listening. And if you're like, I'm not there yet, but I'd like to avoid that destination. Thank you very much. Then listen to these signs that will help you either qualify yourself as officially burnt out or notice the signs that you're on your way towards it. And we shouldn't have to reach burnout just to allow ourselves some margin for downtime and rest. We shouldn't work ourselves to exhaustion before realizing there's a better way to do things. So if you're feeling not a normal type of tired, I mean, to some degree, we're all tired constantly, especially if you're a working mum. But burnt out tired is different. It's utter exhaustion to the point where you can't push through it. So let's break down some of the most notable signs of burnout for property managers and business owners. And then what can we do to combat it and get back to feeling like our best, most vibrant selves, both at work and in our personal lives too. Now, sign number one, you want to quit. As property managers, we carry so much responsibility and pressure that at times can seem too much. 
and burnout tempts you to throw in the towel and pursue something else, really anything else that appears less stressful and maybe you find yourself browsing through job sites to see if you can find something new that would provide you less stress and more support, even if it's for less money. Now, I'll never forget the property manager I once interviewed for a job. She was literally shaking talking to me. Her nervous system was that overworked. I thought she might actually pass out there and then in front of me. She was willing to take a $20,000 pay cut just to get out of her current job, and the work was menial compared to her experience. She'd be willing to do almost anything to get out of her current role and situation, which was burnout. And if you've been there too, you're certainly not alone. There were days when I was on my own burnout journey, I'd draft resignation letters to my business partner. I'd go to hit send, but then quickly pop it into drafts. Sometimes I would march into the office and announce my resignation, that I was done. I couldn't cope any longer. I was not cut out for this job. But a valuable lesson he taught me was always quit on a good day because the bad days will come and go. Now, sign number two, you're working crazy hard, but you can't get anything done. And when you find yourself working like crazy, but you're not actually able to take stock of what you've done or achieved in a day, you're unable to focus and be productive. I call this brain fog. It's not that you're not working. It's almost the opposite. You are working hard, but you're not doing the things that require brain power because quite frankly, you don't have any to give. Your brain is experiencing fatigue as well as the rest of your body. You'll do things like clean out your inbox and respond to an email every time it tings or you'll clean up your desk space and maybe even empty out the moldy food from the office fridge. You're busy and you're doing things you're not really addressing any of the really big things that you actually need to get done, like resolving a dispute or following up rent arrears or chasing overdue leases or even making important phone calls. Your brain is literally too frazzled to think rationally, so it distracts you with all these menial tasks and that only not end up making us feel more stressed and frustrated because those big issues are still nagging away at us but they become bigger problems the longer we let them fester. And hands up if you've been there, and my hand is up right now too. Sign number three, your body is signaling that it's tired. According to the experts, one of the main signs of burnout is chronic fatigue. You feel physically and emotionally exhausted, no matter how much sleep you get, no matter how many breaks you take or how much caffeine you consume. You just can't seem to feel like your regular self or get a boost of energy no matter what you do. And it's hard to get out of bed in the morning because you feel so drained and depleted and work seems like the biggest chore in the world when previously you loved it. I finally knew I was in burnout when I was dropping my kids to their afternoon sports and instead of going for a run or to the gym like I normally would, I was lying in the backseat of my car and sleeping deeply until they banged on my car to wake me up when they were finished. Sometimes hours later, I was out cold. Then I'd get through dinner and I'd be back asleep on the couch some nights by seven o'clock. And then I'd wake up again at the dreaded 3am. Anyone else been there? I'd toss and turn and write down lists and 
try to read or watch TV. Then I'd wake up tired and cranky in the morning to get the kids off to school. I eventually saw a naturopath after my normal GP wanted to put me on some sleeping tablets, but I knew they weren't the answer. She did a hormone test and they were completely out of whack, especially my cortisol, which is your stress hormone. It was such a wake-up call for me. When your cortisol levels are elevated, this is what can lead to chronic fatigue. And this is because your body is in a constant state of fight and flight, which only furthers the cycle of making you feel tired and spread too thin. Sign number four, you feel like your work or your business has taken over your life. For me, flexibility and freedom to spend my days as I wish was the absolute best part of running my own business. I started a business so I could drop my kids off and pick them up from school, be at all their sporting and school events. But in seasons where I've been burnt out, I actually don't feel like I'm free or flexible at all. I was always the first one in the office, the last one to leave and worked throughout my weekends. I actually sat for hours at cricket matches, typing away on my laptop, missing many wickets or boundaries, much to my kids' annoyance. Feeling like your business has taken over your life is especially true for business owners. It can often feel like your business is running you rather than the other way around. For property managers though, you simply can't switch off from work. Your to-do list is constantly replaying over and over in your head. Or you'll find yourself sitting up at nine o'clock at night, answering emails or just finishing off that stuff you couldn't focus on in office hours because you literally can't switch off and stop thinking about work. And then when you get to the office earlier and earlier, or you stay later and later, but you still can't get your work done. And you miss out on your kids' school events because you feel like you just don't have time to leave the office. So if you're feeling like you're chained to your laptop or can't get away from your email or your to-do list or your responsibilities for more than an hour or two at a time, it's likely something's got to change that you don't run yourself into the ground and reach the state of complete exhaustion and unhappiness. Sign number five, you have zero boundaries. And I'm holding up both my hands here. You know, like the kid in primary school that was waiting a little too eagerly to answer the teacher's questions. I have previously had no boundaries. I'm also a classic people pleaser as well, which makes this combination more prone to burnout than normal. Now tell me if this sounds like you. You're working all hours of the day, you never rest, sign off or log out. Notifications bing on your laptop or mobile phone and they add stress and anxiety, not delight. And you respond to them regardless of when they come in. You feel like you need to answer everyone right away or else you're letting people down and the business will fall apart. Now there is actually such a thing as being too passionate about your job. And this is something that I've had to work very consciously at over the years to break the cycle and relearn. And I'm actually still working on that process. And it's especially come up again for me now that I've started another new business. And I do catch myself sometimes getting so excited and obsessed and it sometimes can just feel all-consuming. Now, these are some telltale signs that you're either nearing or you've reached burnout. But you shouldn't have to just do what you can to survive or stay afloat. You deserve to feel energized, passionate, and excited about your work and life. In property management, there's a few reasons why burnout is particularly prevalent as an industry. 
Now, there's a lack of training. A two-day course gives you all the qualifications you need to become a fully-fledged property manager. That's right. After only two days, you are supposed to understand the ins and outs of property legislation and step into a business and manage clients' biggest assets. (sighs) It's one of the pitfalls of the industry and it's very much a sink or swim mentality. This breeds a whole host of stress and anxiety and breeds a concealment type of workplace that doesn't serve anyone well. Now, also property managers are overworked and under-resourced. Many businesses push the limits with property manager to portfolio sizes. A general rule of thumb is 150 managements to one property manager. However, without additional admin or leasing support, those numbers are a recipe for burnout. Something always gives. Either the property manager reaches breaking point and leaves or the customer service falls by the wayside. Now, there's also no guidance or very little mentoring. A property manager just gets their thankless jobs done through a lot of error, blood, sweat, tears, sleepless nights, and a whole lot of stress. The only way they know how to survive is by chaos, mayhem, and crisis. Some may be lucky enough to have a senior property manager who isn't bracing themselves for a downward slide to burnout, who will offer some experience and light at the end of a very dark tunnel. Now, you deal with difficult people daily. The role demands that you deal with a lot of different people on a daily basis. And this is probably one of the most stressful and damaging aspects of the job. Sometimes it doesn't matter what you do or say, you simply will not be able to deal with some difficult people. People in general are becoming more demanding and critical of the service levels they receive. And unfortunately, the overall property management industry has not caught up. There's a lack of support and accountability. If left to drown in your work with no one to turn to and no one really caring what is or isn't being done, what is left to do but pack up and leave or cover up what you can't get done and hope for the best? It's not an ideal way to operate as a property manager or run a business. Without a hierarchy of support or some accountability, expect a revolving door in your property management department. So what can you do about it? We've covered a lot of the burnout negatives, but let's talk about some of the positives. What can you do about it if you are on the brink of chronic fatigue, breakdown and burnout? The first thing we need to do is talk about it. We need to have conversations like these and admit that there is a very real problem. Someone once said to me that stress is just an excuse for people who can't cope with life. But I've come to realise that stress is far more complex, and it certainly isn't black and white. And that long-term, unaddressed stress has serious consequences. Burnout is just a small thing amongst them. The second thing we can do is think about scaling back. Now, if we're going to accept that burnout is common, especially in property management, that's one thing, but it shouldn't be a destination you aim to hit or become a normal occurrence for you. So if you've identified that you're on your way to burnout city, the very first step is to evaluate your options. Can you take time off, delegate, scale back, or eliminate some of your problem properties or clients? Have some difficult but necessary conversations with your boss, team leader, or clients. So let's focus on scaling back 
eliminating some problematic properties and letting go of clients. If you are headed for burnout or are already feeling it, something's got to give and that's the hard truth. Can you scale back your hours, reduce a day, a week or so, or fit it in around school hours? Can you work from home a few days a week? If you have a difficult or problematic client, do you need to let go of them, whether that's a landlord or a tenant? Set your boundaries over what is acceptable and what is not, and don't be afraid to let the people go who continually break those boundaries. The third thing you can do is rest for real. Now, studies show that rest can increase your productivity and efficiency. So if you need to lean on that fact to grant yourself the time and space, well, do it. If you can take some intentional time away from work or at the very least create some boundaries, then do it. Maybe you can take a week. Maybe you can only afford a day or an afternoon off. Maybe it's as simple as logging out of your emails or shutting off phone notifications or leaving your phone in the other room. The time itself doesn't matter as much as how you spend it. Let me also tell you that rest takes work, especially if your tendency is to be working all the time. Now, I used to tell myself that I'll rest when I'm dead, and that very well could have happened to me. I tried to work my way through a particularly bad burnout and ended up with a heart condition called atrial fibrillation, and this is normally reserved for people much older than me. It kept happening and getting more and more regular and erratic and problematic for me until I had to have heart surgery. My poor, overworked nervous system and body forced me to rest. So please, I urge you, don't let yourself get to that state. Learn how to listen and trust your body and figure out how to rest before it's too late. If you are struggling to remember that last time you had a vacation, then it's time to take one. And if you're in the thick of it right now or you're feeling like you're steamrolling down the path and headed straight for burnout, know that you're not alone and you do have options. For me, slowing down and resting takes conscious effort, but it's worth it. I'm honestly way more creative, productive and focused when I'm well rested, less stressed and anxious. It's also important to recognize that taking on less, allowing yourself to rest and unplug and setting up systems that enable you to step away from work is not lazy or unproductive. It's actually the healthiest, most efficient thing you can do for yourself and your family. And it's the biggest way to avoid burnout in the future because you deserve to love what you do and have a break from it too. So your homework this week, speak up. As a property manager, be honest and speak to your boss or your business owner. Share some ideas and insights on what you think will help improve your working conditions and help the business achieve its goals as well. Take some control. Implement some time management skills or set up an ideal week and ensure you've got accountability in place to make sure that your tasks keep being done and you're on top of them. Do a life audit. Work out what is and what isn't working well in your life personally and professionally and make the changes necessary to give you more balance. Do you need to adjust your work hours? Can you book in a cleaner or is there family, friends that you can collaborate with the kids' responsibilities with? And finally, book in a holiday. Rest, reset, and repeat. Life is way too short not to enjoy your life and work. Your family won't be around forever, 
and they deserve to experience the best of you every single day. It won't always be utopia and there will be some compromises along the way. But as long as you are putting yourself first, you are more likely to achieve less burnout and more of that work-life balance. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. To celebrate the launch of this show, we're giving away two of my best-selling eBooks, the A to Z Guide to Property Management and the Growth Secrets You Need to Know to 10 listeners who rate, review and follow the podcast. For the exact steps on how to enter, see the link in the show notes below.